2021 is here, everyone. It's the call of duty. COD. What are you going to do? Are you going to sit around? Be a pansy? Or are you going to go to what's dash the dash play dot my Shopify dot com. If you go there, you'll get Cold War Russell Adler 80s version shirts. You'll get Frank Woods special edition t-shirts. You'll get secret agent Russell Adler tees and vaporwave tees all at your fingertips. You're practically in the middle of this war. Maybe, just maybe, maybe your son, if you don't know this song, then your son does. And if you know this song, then you owe it to your friends to get them What's the Play masks with a big What's the Play question mark to question everything in society that we are being thrown, just like when things are being thrown at us in Call of Duty COD. That's right, everyone. Go to What's Dash the dash play dot my shopify dot com and there you will be a true warrior you know you can fill in the blanks you know some of those guys yeah <laughs> and they get a lot of work done but they're you know they're dysfunctional i've heard you say creativity has to make money otherwise it's boring that sounds pretty controversial it's not that i disagree but most creatives don't make money from their creative work, right? Do you think that those people are just wasting their time? Well, first of all, it's, that's not true for everybody. It's just true for me. Okay. Yeah, that's all. I want to say that. There's mm-hmm. plenty of starving artists that are not boring or they don't think they're boring and they're probably not. And I have a lot of respect for them myself. But for me, part of the creative process was hitting the register. That's part of the thing for me. That's It's all part of the same thing. It's not enough just to me make a great shoe. It has to sell to lots of girls. Mm-hmm. Hitting the register like ching That is that the sound you hear in your head when you're thinking about it? Yeah. Yeah. And I know that that's the case with a lot of artists. I've actually heard Paul McCartney talk about this. You know, everybody thinks they're the Beatles. They were just these artists that didn't care about money or whatever. And nothing could be further from the truth. And they were no less creative by the way, but Paul would say, and I heard him say this on an interview that he'd say, oh, him and John would write a song and he'd say, oh, we just, we just got a swimming pool. Yeah. That's another car. They understood that. Welcome to the Who Cares podcast, a podcast that enters your soul with your host, Stephen Moraga. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Who Cares Podcast. The Who Cares Podcast. Who cares? Who cares? By me, Stephen. Stephen with a PH. That's right. I'm here once again with the most special of guests. You heard him last time. He's back here in the studio. Episode 61. I'm sorry. Episode 62. I'm sorry. I'm 
sometimes we've done so many of these. Because you know, a lot of times they say that most people who try podcasting only reach to about 15 episodes and then they just give up. We don't give up here at the Who Cares Podcast. We do not give up. We don't, we don't give up on our listeners. We don't give up on our guests. We don't give up on humanity like everybody else seems to be doing. And one person who won't give up on you is Mr. Joe L. Joel. However you want to say it, it's Joel. Wait, me? Yes, you, Joel. How are you doing? And how do you feel being back here in the studio for round number two of the Who Cares podcast? Uh, <clears throat> doing pretty good. Up a little earlier than usual, but <clears throat> yeah, uh, just it's just another day hanging out with a good friend. That's right. I mean, we sometimes these are the things that we have to do. And I don't know if everybody really realizes this or not, but you know, when you when you have what this is kind of like our extracurricular activity, I guess if you if you really look at it, you know, uh, the fun times, you know. So we got to we got to shove them in when we can here early this morning, and when everybody else is asleep right now and not doing what uh, being a little lazy on this rainy day here in Southern California. We're up at the crack of dawn, making sure that this podcast gets to the people. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, Joel, you've been... Excuse me, let me take a drink here of... Uh, I'm not going to say what drink beverage it is because they're not paying me. But you've been hanging out here in Southern California for a while, and, and I, I just wanted to... Just kind of understand how you're liking it. You, we went to a couple, uh, a couple of the fine establishments that only Southern California can offer, and I'd like to get your take on, you know, just, just what you thought about these things. Because you know, here in Southern California, we we take a lot of these things for granted. If you live in the Midwest, if you live in the South, if you live, well, Texas, I guess has In and Out now, but you know, we take for granted yourself. a lot of these places. And maybe they're not that good. Maybe they are. But it sounds like you heard about them um, from the land that you came from. <clears throat> yeah, I tried a bu- bunch of different, you know, oh, <clears throat> you know, California t- type places, you know, like In and Out, Del Taco, and just In and Out, Del Taco. Oh, and Jamba Juice. And was, the, <clears throat> that that was my favorite. Jamba Juice was your favorite out of all the three. Definitely. No, g- are you serious right now? And you liked all of them. Oh yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Jamba Juice was was probably my favorite one. Well, Jamba Juice isn't paying us, but Jamba Juice, if you're out there, you realize that you touched this man's heart. You touched him in places that he's never been touched before in the in the Midwest. Yeah, I can't remember what was like the Orange Dream one, but Orange Dream. It, but yeah, that and something else after that, but I can't remember. But yeah, that show was fire. Dream Machine. No. Yeah, orange string machine. I orange string machine. I I can't can't remember for sure, but machine. But yeah, that that shit slapped. Uh, so if we take them in order, we went to Del Taco first, and what'd you get there? You got shoot, I don't even remember. I got the I got the crispy chicken taco. I got yeah. It was it a was mango some, one, or it was like a uh, yeah, it was like mango something, mm. and <clears throat> and then I got like. It was some type of some type of burrito. I had like queso in it. That that was pretty good. Uh, queso in the burrito. Yeah, like 
Oh, interesting. Um, so Del Taco, we we did eat it a little cold. We were doing a bunch of work that night, so it kind of lukewarm on us. But uh, then we also went to In and Out, and and it was funny because you know I was over there ordering blah 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 animal style da da, and then like I just turned to you expecting. But then you're like, wait a minute, what do I order? But then you looked at the menu, and there's only like three or four things. So, like, you're able to deduct deductive reasoning in that situation? Yeah, pretty much. Um, and so you got uh, cheeseburger, regular, or double-double with, uh, but you got onions. And I don't, I just don't understand that. Maybe anybody else out there can explain to me. If you like onions on your on your burger, go ahead and email me at steven at whocarespodcast.com and tell me why I'm wrong, why you should have onions. Your goddamn bur- um, burrito on your goddamn burger. I don't. I don't get them on there at every time. But if if like one comes with them, like you know, I'm not gonna be upset. You, you know what I mean? Like I, I could. I could take them. Like I could take them or leave them. Good because I can leave them, and I say, down with onions, up with more pickles, and whatever else you want to put on there. <laughs> more patties, more cheese. Just anything but onions. Onions, to me, take over the burger. I mean, it's just, that's a fact of life. How about this? I've heard of people not getting cheese on their burger, and that is bizarre. They like it. They actually prefer hamburgers or over cheeseburgers. Do you know these it, people? Yeah, I had a buddy that was like that. He's, uh, he would, he's an alien. He would, he would ask for no cheese. I mean, wow. I mean, um, he... Yeah, maybe maybe he just doesn't doesn't like it that much, or he could what? have like a dairy issue, and like that that could be. Oh, as that's well. right. See, Joel, you're always looking out on the bright side of things, and but you're also looking out for the people. You know, honestly, man, you've taught me many many things. Or not taught me. I've learned many. Taught me nothing. No, I'm just kidding. I've learned many things from you, and uh, and you, you've shared you know your experiences, and it's given me a. a Totally different perspective on a lot of things that I, you know, at the ripe young age of 2019, that I, that I, uh, you know, I took, like, I just took it as fact, you know, and I really didn't see it through different eyes, you know, so I'd like to thank you for that. Um, one of these things, one of the couple of things you brought to my attention, uh, we were talking about college, I guess, earlier. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, that came, came up while we were talking, like... <clears throat> I would, yeah. Right now, it's a big deal, but it's a big deal. Meaning, the subject is a big deal. We're not really sure if college is a big deal. Yeah, the yeah the subject uh, comes up a lot uh, mainly because of just like the the high increase in in price in prices for tuition. Right. And what? What? Why is that? Did college? Did everything become? smarter or did the, the teachers become better or did their salaries just become higher uh, for them to just spout opinion and because you know look at though basically the, the overall theme is those who can't those, what's what's the term <laughs> I don't even know right now uh, those who do do and those who can't teach right that's that's the overline. You know, of course, there's like you know people that want to go back and teach if they're the CEOs of companies and things of that nature. But that they would just have a hair up their ass. They want to go to Harvard and you know do a couple of classes. But for the most part, most of these people are failed in their industry, and then they go and teach. 
And they like they like the ability to just sit there and be part of the class life. They don't want to grow up either. And they want to be looked upon as some scholars with knowledge and wisdom. And really, they're just not getting out there in the world for real. And they just read a lot of books and read a lot of information and read a lot of opinion. And then they start to manipulate all the minds with their loser attitude. Is that what I think it's? <laughs> Uh, that's not the opinion I shared by Joel, though. I don't think that's the... What do you think? I, I think anybody who who, <clears throat> who decides to teach, you know, whether it's college or, mm-hmm. you know, any other grade, I, I think that's admirable, you know. Mm-hmm. Requires a lot of patience. Like, mm. like it definitely is doing. It's uh, like you, you do a lot as, as a teacher. Like, a lot, <clears throat> a lot of planning, a lot of... A lot of teachers have even, like, you know, used their own money, you know, for supplies for class, you know. That, wait, 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 that, hold, that hold, the hold on, hold on. Yeah, you're getting, I agree with you completely on the fact that kindergarten through, you know, these these teachers are poorly, poorly financed in all aspects of the job, and including their wages. And their wages are terrible. But that's, that's not horrible. the case with college professors. Oh yeah, uh, I I never went I never went to college, so I, so I never I never really got to I never really got to experience that. They are something else. I don't know about I don't know about community college. I think that sometimes they do it for the, you know, for the love of the students. Sometimes I think, possibly, if there's ever a college professor, if you want to call them, I don't. Why do they get to be called professors, but the other ones get to be called teachers, and they get something called tenure? High school teachers don't get that. Yeah, that yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and and I don't think either one is like more important than right. the other. In like, fact, if anything, studies show that your formative years are much more important. So, if anything, we should be paying the kindergarten teachers much more than the babysitters that we have in college. Definitely, <clears throat> teacher salaries need to go up tremendously. Teacher salaries up, college professors down. There, we solved the college crisis. <laughs> no, but what were you saying? The college tuition is going up tremendously, and we were kind of talking about how uh, it's becoming unaffordable, but maybe if it's free for everyone, like they're talking, then that that cures that, right? Yeah, that's an option. <clears throat> or, make a, or make some kind of cap for, you know, how much, how much these universities are charging their students, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's it's become way more expensive than what it needs to be. Yeah, and you know the the one person on the one program. I don't know if it's really talked about them. I guess it is. It's probably talked about all the time. But who's the government official? I mean, in most in most states, I'm not government official. Government worker, I guess. Or yeah, I guess it'd be government worker that is paid the most. By far, yeah, I want to say pu- public service, public service worker, or whatever the case may be. It's paid by, for by the people. Who in most states do you think is by far that? Would it be the governor? No. Would it be the treasurer, the attorney general? No. It's usually that state's predominantly the, the largest school's football coach. Really? Yeah, by far they make the most money. They make... Upwards of you know three, four, five billion dollars, six million dollars, and the school 
pays for and that. Like the 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 high maybe school, more the high school coach. No, the the college. I'm sorry. Did I say high school? I, I thought you said high school. Oh no, the, no, the biggest university. So say it's uh, UCLA because USC is private here. So I would say maybe UCLA's coach probably gets the highest uh, as a highest paying job in California. Or um, no, I wouldn't think Berkeley or anything of that. So yeah, it's possible that it is possible. It's California though too, and they like to steal. So maybe he's not the highest uh, paying uh, position in all of the state. Isn't that crazy? Like more than any other government official? What's the play.net? The answer to all of your questions right now in this time of crisis, this time of uncertainty. The only, only true thing in this world is what's the play.net. You go to what's the play.net and you type in your question. And one of our staff members will help you out, whether it's to get your, your mom to the doctors, whether it's to get your EBT, whether it's to get your stimulus check, it doesn't matter. Or whether, maybe it's whether to deal with all the uncertainness that comes with this. So, you know, maybe your relationship is not going the right way. It doesn't matter. Go to whatstheplate.net and all of your problems will be a lot, a lot easier, I promise you. Remember, today, tomorrow, the next day, in these times of uncertainty, we are praying for each and every one of you, making sure that each and every one of you are healthy. But the only way we can do that is, is working together, working together as a community. So remember, go to whatstheplay.net, and together we will solve all of life's issues that they're throwing at us. Remember, what's the play? So, Mr. Joel, while you partake in the, all the luxuries that afford you here in California that are legal and maybe not in your home state, what do you think? Does it, does it, does it feel nice? Uh, <clears throat> it, it feels the same. <laughs> For real. I, I, yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the same same experience. I I never really tripped into over whether it was illegal or not. I just right. Maybe, maybe I should care more about the law. <laughs> I, I don't. I know. mean, some laws you care about, some you don't. Yeah, I think that goes for everybody. I think that this law, in particular, that we're talking about the marijuana law, is. Uh, I don't know if anybody's really cared about it for the last what fifty, sixty years, except for a couple cops here and there. Actually, a lot of cops who. But back, not just like ten years ago. I remember I had a, I have a friend, Glenn. He went to Twin Towers for two weeks for like less than a gram of weed. Spent two weeks there. Wow, that, that's crazy. It's crazy, right? You know the story is about marijuana. I don't know if anybody out there realizes this, but I'm sure you guys do because you guys are a very knowledgeable audience. But I just thought I'd tell you the old story about mar- marijuana. Well. The gentleman that owned all the newspapers during the day, William Randolph Hearst. I don't know if you've ever heard of them or not. No, never heard. Never of heard of them. Okay, well, yeah, he's here in California as Hearst Castle, but he owned every major paper within the country, and he was probably the most powerful man because he controlled all the information. So it was kind of like we were North Korea back then because we just had pretty much one source for news. So if the president wasn't cheating on his wife, then he wasn't cheating on his wife. If uh, a celebrity wasn't doing something, then they weren't doing anything. And it was pretty much everything was bought off. So when everybody says the good old days were the good old days, I hate to argue with you because at least now 
we have a bunch of idiots in the media except for one complete mogul that runs everything. So this mogul, he owns many, many lumber yards, many forests. I don't know if he owns the forests and the lumber yards. He probably did because the only way to get to the, the, the lumber there is to chop down some trees. Right. And so he owns all this. And the only thing stopping him uh, is a much cheaper way to print all the, the way the newspapers have been printed on be- prior to this was hemp. So what does he do? He gets, goes to all his influential buddies and all his buddies in all the uh, different um, levels of government in local, state, and to the highest offices. Says, you know what? This marijuana thing needs to be banned because it's making people rape. It's making people kill. It's making people act crazy. They do things that they would have never have done when in reality they you know, listen to some good music, eat a lot, maybe fall asleep. That's about the extent of it, right? And be creative and you know whatnot. Maybe and, and on the plus side, l- lower anxiety, right? Yeah, I heard. Or, or <clears throat> raise it. Or, or what? Or raise anxiety. I don't know. Depending on the person, right? Yeah, yeah it affects different people differently. Right. But it it's not even close. Uh, it's not even close to the destruction and the mayhem that alcohol has created, right? Yeah, th- yeah definitely not even close. So then they came out. That wasn't enough. So they banned it or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure what year it was. I'm, I don't know if it was in the roaring 20s or if it was in the early 30s. I think it was in the early 30s. And... Uh, uh, I think during, man, they did, if they banned it during the time of, of prohibition, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, prohibition and the Great Depression, and people didn't have some, some, some goddamn weed to smoke instead of like, and they're emptied out all the barrels of whiskey. I mean, what kind of what kind of country is this that we live in? Why would they ever fight for it in World War II? I would have never fought for this country. Yeah, I forgot about that. Like alcohol is illegal yeah. back then too. Like. Jesus Christ, he was upset too. But people got—I mean, people got around that stuff too. Yeah, in it, cool ways. It, they went to speakeasies. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that just makes it more fun for real. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. I know because it kind of like when they made it legal, it's like okay, now it's not dangerous. You don't like, get like, as excited over like kind nug. Shit, I haven't heard kind nug in I don't know how long. That was the last time you heard flower though. Just yesterday. Yeah. So yeah. Someone, someone was telling me like, like, like everyone and out here calls it flower, and, and I was like, flower. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what, what a great marketing term. I mean, I mean, I mean, it does flower though. Like it does. It would. I mean, it makes sense. I've just never. Yeah. I've just never called it that. Though. Flower. <laughs> what about? What was the last time you heard anybody say, I'm baked? Yeah, I've, nope. I haven't heard that since, like, middle school. Right, like. and Dave Chappelle made a movie called Half-Baked, so now that sounds really stupid. And not everything Dave Chappelle does turns to gold. And it should never sound stupid, but now his movie is kind of kind of outdated. Now that, that, that movie's still funny. Right. I don't know what you're talking about. That's uh, great. Guy on the Couch. <laughs> but um uh yeah and, and what's weird about that is that nobody really knew Chappelle like they did 
a couple years later. Can you believe that? Those are rough times. He was just getting started, like, when that movie came out? Mm, yeah, well, yeah, of a starring role oh, or like, something. Oh, like starring in a movie? He was, in, he was actually in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Did you ever see that? Or something like that? No, I've never seen it Maybe before. it's not Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Maybe it's Robin Hood. It was the one, the parody one of Robin Hood. Did you ever see that? Because like a Mel Brooks movie or something? No, I've never seen it before. He played, like, one of, like, Fire Tuck or something, or, like, a Big John or Little John or... Okay, is is that a funny movie? Um, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Mel Brooks has funny movies. I don't know if that one's really good. I, I don't know if I've ever really watched the whole thing through, so that would, I guess it's probably not that funny. I never mind about that one. Well, you know, I mean, that just shows you, like we learned today on Twitter. Like they taught us today. Did you know Twitter taught me something today? Oh, what did it teach you? Something about getting done. I don't know what it is exactly, but they really... Uh, <laughs> Excited about this? Oh yeah, you, yeah, you're you're showing me it. Yeah, what 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 did you what did you what was your takeaway on it? Do you know, do you remember the tag the hashtag? Uh, right, um, it doesn't stick really. Huh? I'm, I'm trying to remember what it, it will, was. It's it, not it's not it will get better because that's that they then they would take it from uh, the gay community. Like in like in the end they they say done. Uh, I know, like, is it like get her done like the like the like the cable guy that. That, no, that, no, it's, it's not that, that one. That guy, because that that's totally two different audiences, I would think. What is it? There we go. There we go. It's, oh, wow, Miley Cyrus is really, I guess she did an amazing Tiny Desk concert. I mean, I love the Tiny Desk concerts. I don't know about you, Joel. But Ti- I love Tiny Desk concerts? Like- yeah, like, you know, like everybody, like Mac Miller did one, or, you know, all the, art, all the it's like, you know, in a room and they got books. And they do like just. And it's not. It's not acoustic, but it's like a, a more of an organic, instruments only kind of set. You know, you've seen them all. Oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess Miley Cyrus did one. Would, maybe we should play a little bit of her song here. See what actually. Oh wow! Actually, it's not up anymore. Oh, it's not. Interesting. Good Friday. Finally Friday. Huh. Interesting. So that was really just, oh, Chris Cuomo's. I guess he's nobody likes him anymore. Uh oh. Who, who's that, Chris? He works at CNN or whatever. I guess he his uh, his brother is being investigated for hiding a bunch of deaths uh, during COVID. I remember oh. he was, his brother was like the he knew it was right or something. Now he's looks like he's done. Who knows? Shit. I know it's pretty. What 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 did we see? Us? I mean, we just saw it like a couple hours ago. That just goes to show you what's going on in the world. It's it's one minute you're on top of the world, and the next you're GameStop. Do you know what happened with GameStop? <clears throat> I know a little bit of it. Uh, a lot of people were buying. Correct me if I'm wrong. They were they were buying. Oh, I they will. Were, uh, they were they were <clears throat> like several people. Well, a couple million people were buying stocks. Off GameStop, and it ended up increasing the market value of the stock by a lot, which caused like really wealthy shareholders, like 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 in the billions, to to lose money. Wow! And and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Robinhood, which was mm-hmm. which was the app that people were trading on, and they ended up closing off. Like you can't you can't buy. 
Like you can't buy any more stocks. That's crazy. How does that affect my Robinhood earnings? That's ridiculous. So just when you start to make money because they don't have the checks and balances in place, you can't earn anymore. Like what, what happens when I don't want to lose anymore? Can I put checks and balances in place? Can I, can I put in like a little buffer, like a little pad? I mean, you can. There's a, there's a point of sell, right? But besides that, this is what's happening, man. They're, they're making up rules. I mean, obviously, they have that at their disposal. But they're making up rules all along, all across the board, it seems like. What it seems like to the people is they're making up rules. I'm, I'm reading it right now what happened. Reddit, a Reddit forum spiked it. Can you believe that? They became the yeah, boiler yeah. room. Yeah, uh, yeah, it started on Reddit. Right. That's how powerful a Reddit forum is. Wow. What don't we, do we have a Reddit forum? Well, if we do, somebody get to work on that for the Who Cares podcast Reddit forum. Maybe we can get this stock to jump through the roof. What do you think? To increase our stocks, you're saying? Uh, my stock is on the rise. I don't know about yours. This could be like crashing, but not really because you're like the number one requested guest here on the Who Cares Spot. We've been getting email after email after email. That was such a great episode last week with uh, Miss Meg Lee and yourself, the Southern Belle, and yourself, the other Southern man. But not really. You're the Midwest man. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, the Midwest man. Because you can. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Uh, what's interesting about this whole GameStop, I'm reading about this thing right here, is that, you know, remember I was talking to you, oh, like right as soon as you said something about it, and I didn't get a chance to take a look at it, because um, I don't like to really watch the news, because why? It's all baloney anyways. But that you said that it had something to do, and I said right away, I said, well, it's a pump and dump, old-fashioned pump and dump scheme, right? But this is the caveat, is the fact that a Reddit forum influenced uh, stock app and they just went nuts with it and they just were playing games with it and they, they were able to boost that. So now technology has infiltrated Wall Street. So now we know that technology has now pissed off the people in charge, the bankers. It's only a matter of time before the bankers in Silicon Valley meet like an old west the OK Corral or something. No, but it's going to be it's going to be wild. Now, I, I bet you that this is going to now all the wheels are going to be turning. I don't know how they didn't see this, but now the banker probably because they're just bankers and they don't they can't think outside of banking. How are we going to be able to to fight off this onslaught? Because now I don't know why they didn't realize it. They're going to be able to be manipulated. Maybe. But on the on the other side, maybe it's possible that was they were both in on it or maybe rogue bankers who want to be tech guys who are now actually in Silicon Valley because Silicon Valley has been getting the advice recently of Wall Street. And that's what they say is actually corrupting Silicon Valley as we hear it. So there's a whole different, there's a whole list of different scenarios. It's possible. Maybe. Possibly. Yes. Yes. So much could happen from this. It's like, who knows how things are going to change tomorrow. What do you say? If you touch if you touch something with COVID, you can give yourself COVID, right? Yeah. But you can't give yourself an STD. No. Like, what if you finger bang something that's like some strange? You so know, he get, so he didn't. Then you go it back and jerk himself. off. So that he got it from somebody else. No, he gave he gave it to. But he touched somebody else's 
privates and get Did put in. Did you say privates or not? Yeah. Pri- <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. Private he, parts? You know, like he put well, he put his finger, but, in, you know, somewhere but, where it had, that had an STD. But there, uh, there are two different types of diseases. You it all like over STDs, sexually uh-huh. transmitted diseases, uh-huh. as in they all, can only be transmitted. Well, sex. what are you doing when you're jerking off? Is that not a sexual act? That could be a sexually transmitted. If you put his finger in somebody's like vagina or somebody's hole, what if you that have had a an tick? STD? What if you have a tick when you're jerking off on your finger? Would that be a sexually transmitted disease? You get Lyme disease? No, because that that disease isn't sexually transmitted. Well, you got it from if you hadn't touched a dick, it wouldn't have been. You wouldn't have got it. What if you touch somebody's cold tar on the lip and then rub yeah. it all over yourself? Yeah, what if you go, you touch somebody's herpes on their lip or something. You're so like, oh, nah. <laughs> and then you go jerk off, and now you got herpes on your dick. Is that a sexually transmitted disease? No, it, that's not herpes. You, herpes yeah. syntax too. Or syntax. Yeah, syntax. Simplex. Simplex. Syntax. This is, a, this is a computer program. I don't know. Is that interesting? Mm. Or not really? I'm totally off, off base on this. <laughs> I don't know, but why does everybody have um, what, HPV? Oh, right. Yeah, everybody's, that's that's become like the new. Why? Thing. Yeah. yeah, and everybody's cool. They're like, well, yeah, like, I have yeah, it. Everyone, yeah, everyone's chill. Like if they. Have yeah, it, it's like, like whoa, hey, everybody well, like. Everybody has it. No, not everybody has it. I don't. You say that. You say you don't. I ha- I don't. Good I, fucking Mike. I know I've been exposed, and but I went to the doctor, and they said you have to have like a wart for us to tell. I think they could test it in your blood. That's what I thought too, but they said it was in there. Here. Really? Yeah. I used to have a girlfriend that I used to have to put the cream on, and she blamed me for it. I said, I don't got no other shit. But you know what's weird? I think the weird thing is that I think guys, for some reason, like, can almost like get rid of it where girls. We also don't die from it. You guys like die from it. (coughs) And I think girls get like outbreaks of it. Yeah. (coughs) You know? What do we do? Guys don't. Well, guys are better. Which is weird. That's better than you. And is HPV the same? As, is that herpes? No. No, no, no it's different. Swartz? Swartz. 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 She said it like she's never heard the word Swartz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying like... Just well, is it your 2021, Megan? HPV. Are you going to get HPV this year? I fucking hope. No, that's why I, I don't... No, then have, you're not doing your job right. You're not I going know. out there and fucking unattractive Once people like you want to Once that whole HPV thing got like Megan, all do popular... It the, do it for the unattractive. Go fuck unattractive people this year. I don't want to get do HPV. Do it for them. Everybody has this HPV. This is the year of the unattractive. I don't want to have HPV. Give them love. So no, they don't riot. Because Everyone's attractive if you have an open mind. But yeah, I, I was just... I just got on my phone and I was trying to read up on, on some more information and on the whole thing and and some of the restrictions have been lifted on Robin Hood as far as like trading for GameStop um what do you, wait what what are you saying <clears throat> was, sorry I wasn't close to my mic uh, I was just I just looked at my phone real quick to try to look up some more information on it and apparently some um, restrictions have been Lifting on the GameStop trading on Robinhood. So now people, so they stopped trading, they stopped allowing people to make money. And now after that, they can allow people to make money. So people who were actually killing it at a certain point, sorry, you can't make money. But now we decided we just want to put a, like a, like a diversionary, um, Oh, what this word all morning has been escaping me. A uh, disruption within the system. Yeah, pretty much. Wow, that's <clears throat> crazy. I, I mean, I don't really know what's... If I were the people, at, I, I don't know the whole s- st- scenario. 
we probably shouldn't even be talking about this because we have no idea what we're talking about. We haven't looked at it. You just looked at it briefly, and you you gave us a late breaking news here. Um, you know, I mean that's that's fantastic. What was it? Late breaking news with Joel, the best in the Midwest. Comes with GameStop news. I'm I'm just reading off what I saw on <laughs> Facebook. Like I. I, I, I just bad. I just knows some people made a lot of money yeah. via, off of it, and then yeah, I just got everything. And I I saw Facebook. I just know that a bunch of people made a lot of money, or or they or maybe they didn't make money, but by buying all those shares, it caused some really wealthy people to lose a lot of money, and that nope. made and that and that made them and. And a lot of people, a lot of like higher up people, mad. Mm. That's yeah. That's all I really need to know about it. So uh, I think I have a couple of different apps that I put money in. I think I have Stash. I don't have Robinhood because I felt that Robinhood came along kind of too late. And it's interesting. We said, "Wow, look at that." We were just talking about Dave Chappelle and Robinhood Prison. It all comes full circle. We just talked about Robin and Prince of Thieves. Or Men in Tights, that's what it's called. Dave Chappelle is in Robin and Men in Tights. And what do you know? It does a complete 360. Not a 180, because if it was a 180, it would go on to... Where would it go? It did a, a, one, a, one, a 180 would be like... The, yeah, what the, would the, you, on the Robin would be, scale, what would it be? Little John? Sheriff of Nottingham? Wait, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, uh, like just, uh, I don't know. I guess it would be whoever's the a one eighty would be like the complete opposite. So who? Oh. So whoever's like the opposite. Who's, of who's taken from the rich and given back to the rich? Ah, Donald Trump, Jerry, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, who's that guy? Uh, the one that uh, Madoff, Bernie Madoff. He stole from the rich, and nobody really cared. Except for the feds. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So okay, so 180 would have been Bertie Madoff. We came, we circled all the way around back here, back to Robin Hood. The theme of the, we're gonna have to call this Robin Hood. This this podcast has to be called Robin Hood. And just like Robin Hood, we do steal. Well, well, we steal well, your hearts every fucking episode. We steal your hearts, and we are. Love Bandits here at the Who Cares Podcast. On that train, robbing you of your innocence. Robbing you. Of <laughs> robbing you of the ability to not think. We, we actually give you the ability to think every single episode. And Joel, I think you make an interesting point. We probably, I think you told me off air here that maybe we shouldn't really breach on this subject because what do we know? We just know Robin Hood. He's still in our hearts. So that, that, that legendary, that legendary hero. Was he alive? Was he actually, he was not a real, he was not a real historical figure, right? No, he was not. That's absolutely wrong. He was not. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, what were you, so what were you just saying? Like you said that. <laughs> uh, like, 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 uh, uh, like with 
the with who you said was the opposite of Robin Hood. It would have been so. Bernie Madoff, right? Because he robs from the rich and gives to the rich. That well, makes or, no sense. Yeah, I guess. Or, or, wait, or, no, or you would have to rob be, from or the, it, would, it would be stealing from the poor. Really stealing from the poor. Okay, who is that? To the rich. That's right. Bernie Madoff actually is a better person than the person that steals from the poor and gives to the rich. That would be our U.S. government. Yeah. There you go. The U.S. government is the antithesis of Robin Hood. Duh. Well, we're kind of, well, we're, folks, it's early in the morning. Why do I say folks? America, Holland, and, and I know we have some Dubai listeners, which is very interesting. Um, we also have Ireland popping up, giving us love. Ecuador. I don't speak Ecuadorian. Or is that Ecuadorese? Ecuadesa? What do they speak there? In Ecuador? Yeah, Ecuadorian, right? Or I, I actually have no Ecuador. clue. I, yeah, 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 I have no clue at all. Well, if you know what they speak uh, in Ecuador, what what language? Uh, I mean, Spanish, duh. Uh, what do you mean, what do they speak over there? Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. this is really early. This is two people on a rainy morning here. It's easy like a rainy morning. That's all it is. All right, so let's. Get off the Ecuadorian topic. Let's get off Robin Hood's ass. Oh, by the way, no, but if anybody knows, uh, was Robin Hood? <laughs> Here we have so much to talk about. The stock market influx. We're talking about P&L. We're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about all the metrics that have to do with the stock market. But we still don't know if Robin Hood was an historical figure or not. I'm gonna, we're both probably going to say on the side of not. Nottingham. I'm, I'm, no, trying not, to, I'm trying not, to. Make, yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, again. I'm trying to link too many different things. I'm kind of getting delirious. I think this might totally be cut out right there. So, anyways, Joe, I think what's what's in, interesting though when we talk about Robin Hood, we transition. We we talk about one of the one of the best attributes that I think that you have, have kept throughout your life is looking. So that was a children's novel, was it Robin Hood? So, what is the secret to your success? How do you keep a level head and an innocence in a world that has gone banana? Uh, you just you just gotta have to not care. Just, it it is what it is. Uh, cliche, but but it works. Fair enough. Um, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just don't take, just don't take things too seriously. You don't, don't take anything seriously, and you'll wow, nothing. I, I, I can't say that. You, you gotta, you gotta take some stuff seriously, but <clears throat> you just gotta know when to. Pick and choose battles, and if one's taking too much of your energy, you just gotta just gotta let it go. Like just you know, move on to the next. I think you uh, beat the record for all cliches ever. Let it go. Move on to the next. Pick your battles. So we leave the Robin Hood escapades and the the abuse that the sheriff of Nottingham 
did to those band of merry men to another sheriff in 1970. A couple hundred years later, maybe, but to another band of merry men. Only this time their leader wasn't Robin Hood. It was another activist. And Joel, I think it's time for you to get this story straight for the people because what you told me earlier, we're talking about Stonewall. It happened 1970s-ish, early 80s? It was actually 1969. Wow, 1969. That's actually longer, long, longer ago. That actually does go back a little farther than I was thinking. But still, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, from my understanding is, I, I, I've heard something about it. And, you know, during this climate of, I guess things don't change that much, right? We're still having ridiculous um, uh, police brutality on segments of population that uh, sometimes don't have a voice. But, like everything evolves, hopefully we're going to be evolving and, uh, but this was a very dark time in our history, and I don't know if it really gets a light shined upon it. And uh, so something happened. Some uh, some gay guys were hanging on a bar all the time, and the police didn't like it. They were kissing up on each other. And they came in, they said, don't you do that or we're going to hurt you. And they did a couple times. Or what, What's the story, Joel? <clears throat> Uh, back back then, uh, bars that that served or gay people, they <clears throat> like they weren't able to get get licensed and stuff uh, because of anti LGBTQ laws. Wow. Was, and, and and when and so and so like many of them ran and unlicensed, and then you know, <clears throat> and then police would come in and you know raid and shut them down. But but so we had been talking about prohibition earlier. What the fuck would they break up? I mean, obviously they break up the people there, but, you know, during Prohibition, they'd actually break open the barrels of alcohol and, you know, make a big scene and all that. What in what people are just congregating and because they choose the same sex, they can't. That is unbelievable. That doesn't even make sense anymore. Like that's how we're not that far removed from that era that they enforced that law. Yeah, it's crazy. Like. <clears throat> like how, like how, not uh, that long ago, uh, these these times, these things happened. Man, these bars, and I bet I bet you it was uh, not just. It's never that just uh, gay people. There's, I'm sure, friends and mixtures of of all, or was it just a gays only bar? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know if it was. <clears throat> I mean, it was. It was mostly gay people. Well, I mean, <clears throat> like it was, like it, it was a it was a dangerous time to be uh, to be gay or lesbian back then. Like, like you had to, I mean, you had to fear being killed by people and shit. Like it was. That's crazy. And and we're talking in a, a metropolitan, the the largest metropolitan city of the United States, right? It was in New York. Yeah, yeah, it was in New York, upstate or in uh, New York. Yeah, I want to say it was like Grand. Greenwich. Greenwich. Um, that's kind of the, but that's the artsy, whatever colony or area uh, where all the art, no, avant garde. Anyways, area of New York, and so that's interesting because uh, that's in a, the probably at the time even back then I would think the rent would be high. So man, the, it sounds like the police just uh, had it out for him. 
So what happened on this? They were they were busting this place up a bunch of times, or they they like they told they told them they can't be a bar. <clears throat> uh, yeah, they they just came in and and raided it, and they <clears throat> and they started, you know, assaulting, in, you know, different different patrons that were that were Damn. there, and then. And then there's and there's rumors about like like who who threw the first one, but but someone threw a brick at the police, and then it just like you know people just started fighting back. They probably didn't think that this crowd would be anything they can't handle. That's just my assumption, and I bet you it permeated to the cops. That's why they gay bar. If that if that made the the news, holy shit. If the gays took over and beat the cops' ass, you know, in 1969, those guys would have got those 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 bar patrons would have got the death penalty. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, shows fucked up back then. The good times, really that good? Uh, probably, yeah, not really. <clears throat> and they, uh, they they look uh, stories like cool to hear now, but like back then, like you know, it wasn't a cool time at all. Like in it went it went on for, I think a few weeks. Like it went on for a few weeks. Oh, the protests and things of that nature. Yeah, like gotcha. Like it was, <clears throat> like it wasn't just a, like a one night a thing that happened. Right. Did huh? That's interesting. Well, I, I would I would like for everybody out there to you know research that because you know history does repeat itself in some different ways, and uh, communities getting fucked with for just being themselves, uh, not hurting nobody. You know, yeah, exactly. I wonder how many bar fights came out of that that bar as comparative to like a a bar down the street. I bet you, not even, you know, there may be a lot of good dancing going on over there, but not definitely not the bar fights. I bet that the other bars in that area. I would be interested to see that statistic from that time period. And yet they picked on that bar, huh? I bet there was a lot of. No, I was going to say ABBA, but that's that would have been later on. And Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so right now, uh, Joel, we have uh, here in California. Uh, speaking of, of clowns and government, uh, we're talking about Gavin Newsom here, and he has lifted because just two weeks ago, you know, we had uh, it was the biggest crisis here in California. The, the emergency rooms are overflowing with patients, and I'm not discounting that they weren't. I'm sure that that's probably pretty accurate. However, that was only last week, and now this week, um, all of a sudden, the stay-at-home orders are kind of getting lifted, and I'm, I'm not a smart person by any means, but if I were a betting man, I'd say that maybe Gavin Newsom is feeling the heat, and he's, and he's risking people's lives per his idea, uh, instructions that he's been going off of. He's clearly going against those instructions. I don't know what's right and what's wrong. I have no idea. I mean, what's right and what's what's not. But I do know that just last week, we had the most massive cases in this winter time of crisis. And now this week, hey, why don't you guys get out there and all of a sudden the, the hospitals have less cases. And Long Beach said that they are not getting enough vaccinations. It's not their fault because they don't care about their citizens. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, the whole thing's scary. And it suggests, you know, to all of our listeners, you know, just, you know, if you're still scared, you know, just, 
it, <clears throat> just do the best you, you still can to protect yourself. Uh, you know, don't don't go to places if you're not comfortable. Well, always wear your mask when outside. Like, yeah, just wear your mask. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's uh, not. Yeah. Please, people, wear your mask. Yeah, it's not, and it's not to. You're not making any political stand. We get it. You don't want to wear it. I mean, who cares? But do it for the old lady that may be in line at Ralph's over here on the in in Southern California. I don't know what do you guys over have Win Dixie? Maybe where you're at, or the what do you, what do you have over with some other supermarkets? I'm just trying to relate. Whatever in the supermarket, the old lady that's probably scared to death. Because you're over there spitting. Because usually the people that don't wear masks are a little heavy set, right? So they tend to spit more, you know. So that poor old lady behind there has seen all this spit flying out of their mouths, and they're like, "Man, can't this?" They're scared to death. It might go into their uh, eye socket, the droplets, you know. Can you just wear a mask? Yeah, just, uh, just so, just so people who are older or have. You know, pre-existing conditions, Feels, immune system yeah. problems. You know, they. You know, we're and, not doctors, and even the yeah. doctors aren't doctors. So, just do it for the the older people and put their mind at ease. Just wear the damn mask. You're not belonging to uh, fascism or communism by doing that. You're not. You're just looking like a damn idiot if you don't. Yeah, no, no one thinks you're cool. Nobody. Because you know what I've found from wearing masks, Joel? I've found it, it's done two things. It's alleviated um, my ability to smell other people's horrible breath when they, get, when they talk to you. you know? yes. That's fantastic. Because that's the worst thing. You know, when, especially when people are like, you know, getting about their 50s and stuff, and they lean over to you and they got that, that musk you know, kind of thing going on. I don't know what happens, but maybe something, something goes down. But then also... <laughs> but then also... Uh, it keeps people from actually coming up and talking close, to, you know, real closely when you don't really want to talk to anybody. So I think, in some ways, the mask uh, and the distancing has really been a blessing. Yeah, I mean, we could all use a little space for each other. <laughs> even, even even after this is over, um, I'd prefer for people to stay six feet away. Absolutely, you know. And if you don't know what six feet is. Um, Go ahead and you can go to our store at my sh- uh, it's uh am I saying that right? What's dash the dash played my shopify.com. That's it. And you can get a six foot poster of me, Stephen with a PH. And you can use that as your measuring stick to put layout. You can step on it if you want to. It's it's a it's a life size poster of myself. Brought to you by the Who Cares Podcast. And Joel, um, if you'd like we can make one for you too. Uh, I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah. Spotlight, moonlight. Then why you tripping? Get your moonlight. Shot look good in the moonlight. All these niggas so bad, my spotlight, moonlight. Nigga, why you tripping? Get your moonlight. Shot look good in the moonlight. All these pussy niggas so bad, my spotlight, moonlight. Nigga, why you tripping? Get your moonlight. Shot look good in the moonlight. All these pussy niggas so bad, my spotlight, moonlight. Nigga, why you tripping? Get your moonlight. Shot look good in the moonlight. All these pussy niggas so bad, my. Feel like I'm destined. I don't need no Smith and Weston now. Who are you testing? Fuck a scandal, 
here's your lesson on Knife and intestine Taking shots with all your breath, you know Feel like I'm damn mad You know you fucking fine So by my spotlight, moonlight, then white trip, it's moonlight. Try to look good in the moonlight. All these fishing niggas so by my spotlight, moonlight, then white trip, it's moonlight. 